Oh, what you what are you saying? Oh, you trekkies and TV addicts. Don't mean to this, don't mean to bring static. Or your Klingons in the fucking house. Grab your back street friend to get loud. Bullet doors off inches. Grab you with the pinches. And no, I didn't retire. I snatch it off with the needle nose pliers. Alright, so hi, you're listening to Charlie Paulson and Will Anderson. I'm Will Anderson. And we're doing this podcast, which. Uh, we don't have a name yet. We don't have a name yet. No. How's your week been? It's been, it, well, it's been highs and lows, chum. I will tell you that for free. It's I'm going to pretend like I haven't heard this story. We, yeah. we'll we started, started this story. story. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's yeah. get rolling. Yeah, okay. So we're about, like, could you fake, like, the first, like, quarter? Where I think we're a quarter away in. Yeah. When uh, previously on Will's story, we, we taped the first episode of the Gruen Transfer and I went into the Gruen Transfer offices and there was some mail. And uh, official looking mail like typed envelopes which always to me just is like for whatever reason that says important to me yeah because like that means there's someone at that business who is smart enough to have worked out how to type on an envelope which i have used computers for like 20 years and i like i can print out a page yeah but like the idea of Wait, do you put the envelope even into the same bit where the paper goes? There's just settings. I don't know how. It, I, I don't know. I, like, I barely can print on paper. Really? Yeah. Well, you get that wrong. I do. More often than I would like. How do you get it wrong? I don't know. Like, jamming. Mostly jamming. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sounds don't, like you need a new... I don't, I don't mean, like, uh, halfway through my printing. I'm sort of like, hey, Ben, come yeah, on that's in. Right. But it, that's not... I'd, I'd say the fault lies with your printer. Not with you. No, no, it's been an issue that I've had with all the printers in my life. That's bizarre. Yeah, every relationship I've had with a printer has been fraught with the jamming. Yeah, that you know, that's actually a great metaphor. If there's obviously a relationship in your life that you're jamming because you don't know how to insert things. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Okay, so you got you got you got you got some letters this week. <laughs> that's right. I got two letters, and they like if you'd swap the like letter that was inside the envelope. Like, either envelope would have, like, you know, they both would have looked exactly the same. Yeah. That's my point. They both looked official. I've opened the first one, which, like, I was right. It, it was official. I had nailed it from the look of the envelope. Um, so, uh, it, was a, it was a letter from the Lord Mayor of Adelaide. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I said, wow, as if I'd never heard that before. I know. But I think even on hearing that a second time, the fact that the Lord Mayor of Adelaide has taken time out of their busy schedule to write to me is a wow moment. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, there must be stuff that Getting they... a letter from the mayor is like something you read about in stories written in the 1950s. Like, yeah. that's a big deal. It's like a... Th- like... like the Fantastic Four would solve a crime and the mayor would congratulate them. I've got to be honest with you. I think, like, even a generation before us... That would have got framed. Yeah, probably. Do you know what I mean? I'd like, if so. you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, in a yeah. parents' generation, if the mayor of an entire city, even Adelaide, yeah, like an entire—that's a proper city. Uh, is mayor a real job? Well, I guess so. It's, I don't think they it just. Is, it's not like. Um, it's just weird because when, mean? where I grew up in my neighbourhood, like the mayors, you know, every four years, or whatever, there'd be a new mayor, and they yeah. always seem to have like day jobs as well. Like they were, you know the butcher or the oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and they also so they, 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 they Bruce Wayne by day yeah well it's just weird I just <laughs> he's the mayor like more, Batman yeah I just thought it was more of a, a title thing I don't know they needed to have someone who ran you know ran the council meeting well maybe like in a small place though you don't have time like full time issues for a full time mayor yeah like I mean let's be honest but, if, in, like, oh, but to follow your point yeah if the mayor of Adelaide which is in itself a big city has spare time in their day to write to me 
probably your mere calendar isn't always chock a block. No. You know, like I wouldn't think that I'm that high priority. You know, let's let's solve these <laughs> mysterious murders. That's right. That we've had. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure those balls in Rundle Mall are still nice and shiny. And yeah. uh, whatever happened to that guy used to walk through in his speedos. Oh, by the way, uh, second matter of the agenda, should we write to Ando and tell him good on him for the gold Logie? Do you think they do it to all Logie winners? Nick Testoni, who won uh, Best New Talent in like, 1994, <laughs> got a letter from the mayor of Adelaide. Well, they're actually, now that you mention that. You and Pluck a Duck, you and Vulcan from uh, 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 Gladiators, yeah. probably got a letter from the mayor. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, now that you mention You're in that, elite company. Yeah, but not even that. You know what annoys me? Is that even though I'm happy that he wrote to me, I'm happy that anyone likes anything that I do, he did say on behalf of the people of Adelaide, and just demographically, there's people there who aren't enjoying my work. Like, there's people there who really, really don't like my work. Democracy, dude. Majority rules. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't, no, it's not majority rules. Don't be like that. It's an election. I, I'm just saying that he has... Like dob them into liking me as well, which is well, like a dictatorship, which they don't like. That like they're not into that, and I think that's unfair. Like that means that our mayor, whoever that is, I don't even know where the mayor we would have, but our mayor could be writing letters to people we don't like. Well, hypothetically, and saying, "Hey, really enjoyed new season of Hole in the Wall." Well, how would you feel if Saddam Hussein, like eight years ago, sent you a letter saying, "Hey, Will." Uh, congratulations on the first series of The Glass House. Really, yeah. really enjoying it. Really enjoying your biting satire. And then signed it off from the people of Iraq. Yeah. Would you be like, oh, hang on. Like, hang on. I know that Saddam is definitely not speaking for everyone. I know. It'd still be pretty cool, though. <laughs> I'd put it on a poster. Really? Yeah, definitely. Some cut through, man. If you had an, a letter from Adolf Hitler, if somehow Adolf Hitler... Could... What, what does it say? Congratulations on your uh, Logie nomination. Really looking forward to the third season of Gruen. Like somehow, because you know how Adolf Hitler, you know how he's into all that kind of weird science and, you know, he's yeah. sort of, he developed some kind of time machine and they could see into the future, but they could only get one channel and it was the ABC. Yeah. And he's like, Gott in Himmel. This Anderson is funny. Anderson. Will Anderson. <laughs> Swedish? Is Hitler know. Swedish in yeah. the future? Well, anyway, so he sends you a letter saying, hey, look, um, you know, you know, shit's getting real in 1939. I've just invaded Boland. Yeah. But I like to relax. And when I turn on my time-traveling television, yeah. I see The Glass House. And it's a really great show, man. Would you, be, would you frame that? Would you show people that Hitler dug your show? I'd be like, Hitler, dude, what are you doing, man? If you have, like, got a... You can't speak back to him. Oh. It only goes um, one way in this uh, uh, scenario. Because I was going to say, if he has got a television that travels through time, he does not need to invade other countries. He only gets the ABC, though. It can really piss you off. <laughs> After a while, there's only so many repeats of Mother and so Son. So many episodes of the bill. <laughs> That's probably where he got the idea for his moustache. Maybe yeah. George Negus. <laughs> oh man, that is a hard comeback from the moustache. Like, is that is there ever a chance that that moustache is going to be fashionable again? Um, I think so, probably. I mean, maybe in like another hundred years. Like how long? Like, well, there's there, there's no the classic. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. Too soon, For dude. That At Fashion Week, someone rocks out with like a Hitler mo, and it was like too soon. Well, Mugabe uh, doesn't seem to mind the old Hitler mo. Oh, that's a good point, actually. I think All if right. you're an evil dictator, yeah. it never goes out. <laughs> it's always the look. 
Yeah. Tiny little, tiny little thin mustaches of the new black. Totally. In you know dictator what? circles. I don't, I don't believe in racial profiling. Yeah. But if your son, when he hits puberty, he starts to co- cultivate a small mustache just under his nose, <laughs> I would, I would euthanize, euthanize, euthanize. How do? You, what? What if um, Jesus came back? Right. Yeah. And instead of that funky beard that we've all sort of got used to him, you know, gliding about him like he's, you know. So, so, hey, I'm going to lay down some prophecy or then go and perform in my BG's cover act. Um, what What if he came back and he just had a little Hitler mo? <laughs> I, uh... Like, how how long of him being on TV going, hey, I'm Jesus, I'm back, here, some funky shit that I want to lay down to you, would people start going, I'm still can't trust the dude who's got the mustache? I that. think someone would have a word pretty quickly to him. Like, like okay, so when, right, let's say when Jesus... That's who his 12 new apostles are. He's got a stylist. That's right. A manager, an agent. Exactly. It'd be, it'd be like Queer Eye for the Jesus guy. Right. There'd be a, tr- a van load of guys, gay guys, who'd come and say Jesus. Like, yeah. seriously, you might want to uh, change that look. <laughs> But do you reckon you would? Do you reckon, I mean, would you say to the Son of God, he's come back to call everyone to heaven and, and throw the sinners into hell? Would you be the guy to say, he's got a lot of power? Is what I'm <laughs> so are you going to be the guy to say, hey, uh, you might want to change your look? Like, that's hard to tell someone who doesn't have the power to cast you into hell. What about if, like, okay, well, okay, you might not tell Are you them. honest? They might not tell you if you look bad. You, you're honest with me. You would, yeah, you would, you love it if I get a bad haircut. Definitely. You'd tell me. That's it's like, I feel like that's lotto day for me. <laughs> what about, okay. Sometimes if I know you've got a new haircut and I've seen it from the distance, I will duck like somewhere that you haven't seen me yet so I can have a couple of moments to think of mean things to say to you so that when I see you, I'm really ready to like belt out five or six. Do you remember uh, when I was first living up in Sydney, every time you came, swung by my house, if you picked me up, yeah, <laughs> I sat in the car. You'd have to give me shit about something I was wearing before yeah. you said hello. Yeah, totally. I used to look forward to that. Yeah. Sometimes I did laps of the block if I, could, <laughs> if I couldn't think of something straight away. Like, you know, if again. I was wearing a t-shirt that I really liked, then you'd hate. I wear something a bit bad on my head, so right. deflect distraction. Right. It's called the blue boat mentality. We do it with uh, clips that we edit because yeah. we know the record company is going to criticize something, so we'll often put in a really bad shot to take their attention away from what we want to keep. Really? Yeah. The philosophy is you paint a blue boat on any painting, the eye goes to the blue boat. Yeah. Blue boating. Wow. Different to speed boating. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> I, like that. I feel like I've learned something. Um, I want to ask, like you said, you might not tell Jesus if he was wearing like things that are out of fashion. Mm. But, <laughs> sandals, dude. <laughs> but what? Yeah. Socks and sandals? <laughs> J-Man? Fair enough. You're doing your own thing. It's very American battle. So Jesus comes back. And we get to meet him. Yeah. Like he's, he's doing some, I don't know, he's doing some TV thing and we get like backstage passes <laughs> or something. Whatever. Yeah. We blag our way in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you know. Where does he, he stay? He's at the Ivy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Justin Hems probably knows him. Justin Hems. Justin Hems. And if I had him on a list. And uh, he gets one of those private rooms where you get your own people and stuff. And, um, and um, hey, you go up to him. And he has a massive snot hanging out of his nose. Yeah, a, hol- so, a holy booger. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's massive. And when he talks, like he's saying really like profound things, but it sucks in and out of his nose. Yeah. Now, you said you wouldn't tell him what fashion he should be wearing. But if you're in the presence of Jesus this is your moment and you're probably never going to get to meet him again this is like your moment he's imparting wisdom but you can't you can't understand any of the wisdom because 
And he doesn't notice. And he doesn't know. Does not notice. Okay. What What do you do? I'd tell him. I'd do this. I'd, and for people listening, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a subtle gesture to my nose. Yeah. Scratching the top of my lip. And he's like, have you... You want coke? <laughs> and any, I'm like, no, 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 wait, why you got it? I don't have any coke, man. I'm Jesus. I'm high, like naturally. Hang on a sec. Dog, fuck off. Get out of here. Sorry, that sound you can hear is my girlfriend. It's my dog. Um, yeah, no, I would, I would do this. I'd do the same thing I did to anyone. Because I think if you don't tell him, and then he goes out to say we're backstage at that TV show you, you mentioned, and yep. he goes on TV. Yep. Who, who's the first guy he's going to come looking for? The guy who saw, he saw just before he went out. Why didn't you tell me, man? Like, I don't uh, want to okay. risk that. No, no. So why, I would tell why? him definitely. You know that before he goes on stage, he's going to get a final check from makeup. So. And then I wouldn't tell him. Uh, I'm terrible at that stuff. I was at a music festival once and a friend and I were in the bathroom and we saw this guy who had been beaten up and he was at the sink and he was splashing water into his face and he was all fucked up, all bruised. And we said, hey, mate, are you okay? And he said, yeah, it's a birthmark. <gasps> oh, you So serious? that was when I was about 20. So I think since then I've never said anything about... I mean, maybe... Is that maybe worse, that's, that's, that's worse for you, though, than it is for him, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because... It wasn't like he was like holding a bleeding nose or he was like asking for help. He was yeah. splashing water into his face. And I presumed anyone who looked that horrible oh. had to have been beaten up. I don't know. Maybe I'm not I'm maybe I'm not in the wrong. It just was it just has made know. me fearful. Now, Amy when I Amy and I went to Coachella, um, we so it's this big music festival out in the American desert and uh, it, we were staying like 25 miles away from the festival but like in the nearest big town and so we assumed that it'd be like an Australian festival I love that we assumed no, go to a foreign country drive on the opposite side of the road go to a place we've never been before I assume in the middle of the desert everything will be exactly the same as it is in Australia so in the morning we're going out this festival we've um, like we got, we got in this limo with these people who were just out the front of the hotel. They said we could get in their limo. Brilliant. Awesome. This is awesome. We're sharing a limo out with these guys. We go to this festival. It's 40 degrees. It's in the middle of the desert. At midnight, you know, when it all shuts down, everyone either camps there or drinks and drives their pickup trucks through the desert. There are no cabs. Yeah. There are no buses. There is yeah. no public transport all back to town, which we just could not believe when we discovered that at 5 to 12 that night. Yeah, right. As opposed to maybe any time that day when we could have inquired. And so we've decided, oh, well, we've got to walk to an intersection or something and get a cab. And we're pretty drunk. And when by drunk, I mean high. <laughs> and, and by high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're walking through the desert. It's like, we've had this massive day. And we're like, oh my God. Like we're in the middle of the desert, you know. Maybe we should just like sleep under a like palm tree. And wake up in the morning and take it from there or Sleep whatever. Under a palm tree, like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Like oh, guys in the right. desert. You saw a mirage, did you? Yeah. Did well, Amy turn into like a giant turkey or something like that because you were so hungry? <laughs> That's kind of what it was like, right? <laughs> so finally, this dude has pulled up next to us in this like pickup truck. Start a Wolf Creek. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. This guy has a beard, right? He has those tattoos that look like they have their own tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, prison tats. Yeah. But my favourite thing that he has is an eye patch. An eye patch. And I'm like, oh my God. But we, we had this little debate and we're like, well, we can walk for another two hours or we can risk our lives dying in the desert. <laughs> we thought, oh, well, fuck it. 
Let's have a crack. So I've got in the front and I am trying my best to be this dude's friend because I just assume if we are mates, then he cannot kill me if we have a bond. Yeah. So I'm asking about his family, about his life, about his whole story, right? And Amy's in the back seat looking for evidence, you know, like looking for like, and she's found this like pencil from our hotel and stuff. So like, you know, there's a little bit of stuff that's looking like it might be okay. But the whole time... How did I, he know you were from the hotel? Well, just seeing you in the car. Okay. Well, this is like, how would you know? That's why we were suspicious. Yeah. But... So the whole time I'm trying to avoid mentioning the iPad, right? So I'm not even saying the word I. I'm like, we have done this today. Like, you know, just anything. It, I would not mention from the back seat has just come this voice and Amy's like, what the fuck happened to your eye? <laughs> anyway, it turned out he was happy to talk about it. He was one of like five people in the world who have had, well, so he said, who have had this rare form of like eye cancer, eyeball cancer of your eyeball. Oh, God. Yeah. That's like the worst of the cancers. Isn't that, it? I reckon that would be, it's got to make you finals. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, cancer in itself. Yeah, cancer bad, in itself. Right? Like, I don't think there's heaps of good cancers. No. Testicular, uh, eye, mouth. Yeah. Anus. Um, all the other people that had this eyeball cancer had tried to save their eye and got, like, treatment. He decided the minute he heard it that he was going to get his eyeball removed. So he got his entire eyeball removed. Right. Was he blind in the eye? Yes. Oh, okay. And he used to be a tattoo artist, but could not be a tattoo artist anymore no because you know depth what? Perception. No depth perception, that's right. <laughs> you can't be a tattoo artist when you're a big bloke with an eye patch. Apparently it doesn't elicit uh, a lot of confidence. So he still owned his tattoo parlour, but he wasn't able to work there anymore. So he became a gardener at the hotel that okay. we were staying at. Ah, it's all Cause back checking down, out. Down there, they all have um, like golf courses attached to these hotels in Palm hotels Springs. In Palm Springs. Yeah. And uh, so him and his mates would go down to the local bar and they would do shots out of his eye socket. Okay. Yeah. Would you do it? If you were still scared in that car, like before, you know, you'd figured him out that he's actually legit. Yeah. If he had said, you know, get in my car, son, you're going to do a shot out of my eye. Would you have done it? Like you thought your life of was alcohol. in danger? Yeah, not what else? Cum. I don't know. No, a shot of cum. <laughs> I just jacked off into my eye socket. Now you're going to drink it. Open did up. He, did he jack off directly into his eye socket? Or did he have like some sort of funnel or something that... Because it would be... Well, you couldn't... My point Mate. being that if he is such a good aim... Like, he only has one eye, yeah. and he still has, like, without depth perception and one eye, he still has enough control to ejaculate straight into his eye socket. You don't reckon you could do that? No way! That <laughs> distance? Are you serious? Get down low, I mean, I could dude. do it, but, like, by that distance, it sprays out in all sorts of directions. What are you talking about? You could easily put your... think. Could you shoot yourself in the eye with your cum? Wouldn't it have, like, sprayed out a bit by then? Just get right... Hang on. Oh, I'm gonna, my head's right going to go off mic. I'm just okay. saying to squat down. But that was not or, that's not a very or alternatively, place to ejaculate. go back on your shoulders so your hips are higher. <laughs> Charlie has a series of diagrams that are available for download. It's funny, I have never actually contemplated shooting my eye socket with gum, but, but it like, well, say, off the top of my head, say bro, if it was like one of those events on Survivor where, like, you know, like they're trying to throw water into a bucket and, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like it's, and say, so, like, do you go for a slow throw and try to get lots of water in, or do you like, like, you know, say he had to, like, three-quarter fill. I think if he got a drop in, that would quantify you having to suck it out. Oh, okay. I mean, we're not saying it's to fill it up. I don't know. I don't even know how much an eye socket would hold. But I reckon an eye socket would be more than ample for one load. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
I'm no expert on this. Anyone topic. listening to this, but, if you want to email us. <laughs> no, but can I ask you this? Like, because I don't think, like, I just, I, I'm sorry that I need my, like, um, desert predators to be more, like, outrageous. But I just don't think, he, he, if he'd stop the car and said, you've got to do a shot of alcohol out of my eye socket, that doesn't seem fucked up enough to me. Like, I would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. right. So we're cool now? What if he said, is his cum? Well, see, then, I mean, I'd still do it, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's swallowing, um, like, some, like, seedy, bearded, you know, hillbilly trucker's semen any worse if it's drunk out of his eye socket? Um, like, does that make it any worse? Like, if he just said, you have to drink my semen, I don't think there's anything, like. Well, okay, you either have to give him a blowjob or suck it out of his eye socket. What do you do? Probably suck it. Yeah, I think it's so. easier. It's quicker. Okay. Well, what about he said he'll jack off and come into your mouth? Yeah. Or socket. Yeah, I think so. Socket's more of a story. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, if it's, it's if it's ever gonna like, and it's not a good way of telling that story unless there's a socket involved. It's, it's the like, socket it, gives it a mystery. It's kind of weird though. It's, it's I don't know how I figured this, but it's almost kind of you were at lower status <laughs> if he's coming in your mouth. You sort of got a bit of status, like it's it's less kind of humiliating, it's less um, yeah, it's submissive, less degrading, yep. less degrading to suck cum out of someone's eye than out of yeah, their dick, definitely. And and, um, and they're words to live by. Yeah. Now, can I ask? But on that, like, if these were your options, right? Where you had to like, he was going to like come in your mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you had to suck the semen out of his eye socket. Yeah. Or you had to drink. Three times the semen. No, semen of semen of him yeah. and two of his hillbilly mates. Are they right? Yeah. Right, but you could have it mixed in with like a boost juice. Ah, uh, boost. So juice. it's like your usual boost juice, but like with yeah, that, three hillbilly semen in it. Have I? But I just have I met them, or can I get like <laughs> Does that? Doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> Does it, I don't know. Does it matter if you've met them? Well, maybe one. How does that make it better or worse? Yeah, good point. I thought, maybe if you could tell one of them had like leprosy or AIDS or something like that, you right. would sort of be less inclined uh, okay. to drink. Well, no, no. Let's assume. But then again, I don't know. This guy doesn't. Have let's AIDS. assume that he's got a medical it's a, for every one of them. It's weird. Listen, <laughs> boy, you're going to drink the cum of me and my three buddies. But just to make sure you're not going to get infected, i got three certificates showing we've got a clean bill of health. Now drink it. What we're in this for is the integrity of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no monster. <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I'd go the boost juice, I think. Because I could, I could pretend. Like, I mean, when you're sucking cum out of a dick or an eye socket, there's yeah. no disguising it's out of a dick or an eye socket. Yeah, but if you, if like, you multiply mix the Mix it with some fresh berries and muesli. Totally. Get some soy milk, honey. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on the uh, new boost juice uh, menu. You know, they've Would got you a, like they've got a their... protein boost, an immunity boost, or Darren can jack off and you run Well, you know, they've got all their cute names. It's like Breakfast to Go Go, <laughs> Berry Blast, the Semen Sipper. Yeah, you're a spunk. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, um, all that, <laughs> I believe what we were going to talk about was uh, how my week had been and my mail that I received. Oh, uh, yeah. So, right. 
I got these two letters. All right, so the first one was from the mayor. First one's from the mayor of Adelaide. Which somehow took us to sucking cum out of a hillbilly's eye socket. Probably actually, you know what? You could probably, like, if you were doing six degrees of separation in Adelaide, it wouldn't be that hard to get to that. But, <laughs> but you know, in other places. So anyway, the mayor of Adelaide has taken time out of his busy schedule to congr- congratulate me, uh, which is nuts. So I've gone, well, this has started well. Uh, might open the second letter and see what other, you know, town has stopped important business to uh, reflect upon my career. <laughs> and it was a blank piece of paper with a joke printed on it in like 20, 24 size type. Mm-hmm. So unusually large for a piece of paper. Yeah, like eye test size. Exactly. Q. Where does a New South Wales politician's penis go when he dies? A. Uranus, as in the planet Uranus. Wow. And that was sent to you or the Gruen office? Or to me. Will Anderson via at the, the Gruen, Gruen office. office. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not also from the Mayor of Adelaide. <laughs> if it said, if it, I would have enjoyed but it was very much so if down the bottom it said, regards the Mayor of Brisbane or something. You know, like, but it was officially written. So like you were led to thinking it was going to be another kind of government letter. Could have been another government letter. Yeah. And it was that. Wow. That, and that joke. No, I don't, explain the joke to me. I don't know. There was that New South Wales politician, David Campbell, who turned out was going to the this like male sauna called Kens yeah. at Kensington. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, and so the joke the joke was where so to New where South do Wales? New South Wales politicians' penises go when they die? Uranus. Yeah. Right. But I don't know why Uranus is in it. I is it just because it like sounds like Uranus? I don't know. I don't know where the die comes into it. He hasn't died. I know. I know. But there's so a where, lot of flaws. Like the, the joke. Like the joke is seventy. <laughs> the joke is seventy percent there. It's a bit. It's, it's it not. It's be. not funny or offensive. It's just no. confusing. It's confusing. Why is the penis? Why is the like? Why is the penis? Okay. It should be where the penises like, go when they go to outer space. Yeah. Uranus. Like, yeah. like I mean, it has a much relevance. But I think he's tried to say with that because that New South Wales politician's penis was going in anus. He's like, I've got this. This this bit I've got. Yeah. This is my gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make. Like a joke somehow about penis going penis. in Uranus, and then the rest of it seems it seems wedged in for one of a better term when you're talking about penises in Uranus. Yeah. So who are the enemies of the Gruen transfer? Well, I think who, it's are your more, Le- who are your Lex Luthor? But I don't even know if it was an enemy of me, like of the show, or of me, or if that was someone just sending Auditioning. me like a bit of great quality material. Yeah. Although I don't know why you wouldn't put your name and address. Like, why it would be sent through as, like, an anonymous note. Yeah. Like, it was like a threat. M- maybe. But, like, but in the form of a joke. Like, is there a is there a, a really, like, poor version of the Riddler who's, like, sending me this? You know what it is? I think it's more... It's probably... It's probably a comedian, another comedian out there who is very well-known, very famous, and gets paid very well to write jokes. Yeah. And occasionally they just want to give some back, you know, anonymously. They just want to fucking lay out some gold. Like Paul Hogan or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They're, just, they're just sending it. And they don't want acknowledgement. Yeah. They just want to send you heat. Johnny we'll Carson use used to write jokes for David Letterman's monologue. Really? Yeah. And just don't, don't tell anyone. Don't yeah. tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you they weren't as confusing <laughs> as where did dicks go when they die. But that's not even that. No, where do New South Wales well, Labor politicians' dicks go? Yeah, it's confusing. There's so many elements that's, yeah. that that don't make sense. Anyway, yeah. that's it. Awesome. Feels like there's a lot wedged in. Feels like there's a lot of that that wasn't to do with that joke. Yeah, 
No, that's it. But sent as a threat. <laughs> sent as like it wasn't a, letters like cut out. Like it wasn't letters cut out, but it might as well have been. Yeah. But I also don't. I just find it hard to believe because, like, think about that. Mm. They've written that. They've thought of it. They're going, oh, um, oh, I've got a, I've got this great joke about penises going. The in fact your that anus. they mention politicians yeah. makes me think that this is a fan of yours because you do a lot of people, yeah. political humor. Right. The Glass House. So yeah. definitely, it's someone appealing to what they think. Yeah. So to. you'll like this political yeah, yeah, yeah. material. That's right. We'll write this in. Uh, and he loves penises and uranuses. So yeah. brilliant. Let, let us profile this potential maniac. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's okay. So. Well, um, they typed the address really neatly on the envelope. Mm. So it's someone who not only has a computer, but knows how to type onto envelopes. Sure. So you would. I would estimate then they're probably over forty. I'd mm. say that maybe an office worker. Yeah. I'd say so too. That's good. Good surmising. Yeah. Um, they can afford a stamp. <laughs> that probably isn't that helpful, but they have a job. Like it's not an unemployed person. I, I find it hard to believe it's a comedian. Well, can I just? Because say, I'll tell you why. No comedian thinks it's worth having to like type on an envelope. Like nothing is funny enough or interesting enough to a comedian to type on an envelope, go and get a stamp, and then yeah. put that into a box. That is too much work. Totally. I'll, I'll also I'll also surmise tweet it that uh, well I'd say it's no one under 30 because who sends letters like most people kids don't even know what a stamp is and you know email. what that's probably under 140 characters he probably could have tweeted that yeah totally like it's, it's tight so it's definitely not a youth yeah. it's, I reckon it's someone 40 plus yeah right works in an wow. office and he said re- penis too not dick or cock the big font interests me yeah it's either someone uh, who is, I think, shy and they express themselves. Yeah. You know, that is the way. It's like, like serial it. killers normally keep themselves and then yeah. they become very extroverted when they're the thrill of the hunt, the thrill of the kill. This person and the, the frenzy of writing this joke anonymously to you, yeah. they express themselves in big letters. Oh, yeah. And I would say, personality-wise, they're probably the opposite of that. They're oh. probably very shy. Uh, yeah. Quiet. So we're saying middle-aged. They watch the ABC. Yeah. So no one under 50 <laughs> probably Shut push up. that age back. Our demos, our demos are strong. <laughs> so I'm suggesting it's Kevin Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Kevin Rudd from your, from your profiling. Um, it, it, it has his lack of humour uh, about it. No, the, the, the big type might mean an old person because old people type big. And because they can't see. I thought that yeah. too. Or, or eyesight impaired. Yeah. So Daredevil. Probably Daredevil sent you that. No, it's pretty. It's pretty intriguing. Try not to destroy the set. So, yeah, the set. The set. <laughs> sitting, the setup. We're sitting in, in my dining room yeah. on a desk with two with, with one microphone attached to a camera tripod. <laughs> you can't afford two stands, and I'm accusing him of destroying the set. It's the glamour. Did you um? Did you like the dead? You like Daredevil? The Daredevil comic? The comic book I yeah. loved. The yeah. movie I loathed with every fiber of my. Did brain. you really love it? No, I just was very very disappointed. Yeah, because. Because Daredevil is my favourite comic book character. No, really? Yeah. More than Batman. More than Batman. He is like Marvel's Batman. He is, exactly. And all the things that I love about Batman, I love about Daredevil. I find... I Except with just uh, like oppressive Catholic dogma. Yeah, but also he just, like more so than Batman loves to bang really hot chicks. When you were growing up reading comic books yeah. and even like every now and then they'd throw up like a Burton's Batman or the original mm-hmm. Superman or whatever and there'd be like a comic book 
film that did really well and yep. sort of got a, you know, a bit of critical and commercial success. Did you imagine that we'd be in the situation we are now where every single comic book you've ever read is getting adapted? Like It's like the world after X-Men, the first X-Men said, holy shit, like, there's a built-in audience, they've got a universe that we can just like build upon, franchise films. Like It's insane. It would be like they started just making movies all of a sudden about AFL football. Yeah. Like, if, if that's what it felt like to yeah, me. Because totally. I was always into comic books. And, like, apart from Superman and Batman, or Wonder Woman TV series, you know what I mean? Like, you'd never see... And I would... Like, if I think of the quality of TV shows I was willing to put up with because they were about superheroes... Yeah. Like, I watched every episode of The Flash. Yeah, me too. Like, every episode. Yeah. I, I'd actually I've watched, that. I didn't I've mind watched that nine, series. I've watched nine series of Smallville. Yeah, right. You know, and you've hated like, every one of them. Every to. time I ask Will about what he thinks of like Life of the Small, it's like, oh, it's terrible. And it's like, but you've watched fucking eight series. At what point do you go, well, this is not improving. I should probably start watching. It's about superheroes and I love superheroes. Can, so, Can I ask you a question about The Flash? Yeah. You know, there's that comic book in the 50s and Superman and The Flash had a foot race for charity. Yeah. And it was a draw. Now, the Flash has to be the fastest human being alive, doesn't he? Like, faster than any... Because if Superman yeah. is faster than the Flash, that negates the need for having a Flash. Like, if you have a situation where you require super speed, and you're like, well, I've got to make one call. Do I call Superman or the Flash, and they're as fast as each other? Then you're going to go for Superman, because it's much more of an upside. Yeah, but you know what you're But what you're implying there is that at any stage, there's only going to be one problem. I know, you but, know what I mean? like, but I'm, like, I'm saying you know, Superman. We, we live in a world where like Burger King and McDonald's, you know, Coke and but Pepsi, McDonald's whatever, kills Burger King. Yeah, but, but they exist side by side. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean, like you know, Superman could be McDonald's, and like you know, the Flash could be Burger King. The Flash is still, you know, but it would just make the Justice League meetings really awkward when they say like They're awkward anyway, aren't they? Oh, holy shit! We've got you know. Five minutes to get this bomb, you know, da 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 da, yeah, and that's like Flash. Oh, you know what, Superman, you can fucking because if they don't have the trouble, like the Flash would, if it was a time based. The Flash issue, is already like down on Superman. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean like well, Superman's got heaps of shit. That's I know that's up. the whole. Like, that's I mean, what I'm like, saying. Like, but if you were the Flash, if you got hit oh, by yeah, that's, that's your one thing. That's your one thing, man. Right. And you've got this because other you don't guy, have X-ray vision. Yeah, that you should get to run fast. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. It's like uh, like uh, Stephen Hill, you know, is a really good footballer. Yeah. He's super, super quick. Right. Buddy Franklin is super quick, but he's yeah. also six foot six and mark overhead and kick yeah. goals from anywhere. Yeah, so, like, right. are you going to take Stephen Hill or Buddy Franklin? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the Flash is Stephen Hill and uh, Superman? Is yeah, okay, Franklin. I understand what you're saying, but but I just think it would be an awkward situation to be in. Why? I mean, because he's still the Flash, man. Like, neither of us. Like, say it's like saying say Metallica second... Megadeth. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, you're Megadeth. You've sold 10 million albums. Yeah. Metallica sold 40 million. I know, you know, but at least you're Megadeth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like know. well, here's the thing. But right? he, his claim is, I'm the fastest man alive. Like, that's yeah, his slogan. But, but, he's like, but he's an alien. Like, Superman's an alien. Why even have the foot race between them? I mean, it's just, it's a mockery. Maybe they didn't know until that day, though, that it was for charity. All right, just say you are Superman. Yeah. And Flash comes up to you and says, hey, dude, like, um, it's really good working with you and, you know, Justice League's going really great. Just appreciate it if, you know, in public and when you're doing your rescues and stuff, you just do a lot of the flying, lifting stuff and, and super speed, just, you know, if you can avoid it, because that's kind of my thing and it's getting a little annoying um, having people sort of ask for you when... You know, speed's kind of my thing. Well, is it his thing? Who did it first? What do you mean? 
Who was fast first? Superman. Yeah, right. Well, it's his team then. So that's what it's su- you'd say? <laughs> that's like my bit, mate. That's my bit. Really? I don't know what you're getting all uppity on the super speed, mate. I've been in super speed for years. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, we sort of put this Justice League together where we all yeah. have our strength and weakness. Batman's a scientist, Wonder Woman, what, so we all feminist do one issues. Thing? Well, no, it... We don't all do one thing, but like, just leave the speed thing to me. I can. The thing is, I can handle all the speed stuff. Don't worry about it. You just. Well, you can't, man. But we. What we I can't do without you, we can't do the flying stuff and the lifting stuff. So I. Well, will I can fly, the speed. lift, and run, mate. I know, but what I'm, I'm saying is just leave. Look at the giant fucking S, mate. Dude, you're making it. You'll make me irrelevant. Is what I'm saying. Well, mate, maybe you should learn how to do something else. Got a job, mate. I work at a newspaper. <laughs> As most people would consider that a full-time career. I am meeting deadlines and solving crimes. Right, I'm, I'm not sort of... This isn't... What are I, you doing? I'm, what I'm saying is what constructive. I'm trying to say I work for the police department in the science division. Yeah. I think. I'm, well, am I Barry Allen or am I Wally West? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> I, bl- I believe in Smallville's recreation of your youth, you're a, a, a petty criminal. Oh, really? Yeah. That made him a criminal? You know, like... Yeah. Fuck man. But then he started, went and worked. Well, so he, next to Aquaman, his man. reputation Aquaman. is probably yeah. the lowest. Don't you think? Well, Aquaman. Would you call, when would you call him the Flash? Oh, no, Flash is If cool. you had Superman or the Flash to call upon, you're always going to call Superman. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. But, like, Flash was good at. I mean, I can see why they made him a pity thief, because he was called on a lot to. Get like the the yeah. vial of the antidote. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. need the antidote, or you need like you know, or program things really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you shit. think there was some sort of like official line on how fast he was though? Because quite often you felt like like whatever they'd established, he could go like ground speed. Yeah. They did things with him like the bullet switch or whatever well, that would be faster than that. But that's what they've written into the Wally West is that he's like I think Barry Allen and the other guy get whatever with the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of had like a, they had a top speed but Wally West is unlimited and he keeps finding and as he breaks through new speed levels he finds new abilities like for instance he can run across water he can vibrate his molecules at a frequency that he can pass, pass through solid objects that kind of stuff yeah see well that's what I was saying before yeah. like when he came to Superman and he was all like hey you know can you stop doing my material yeah well Superman was like dude develop new stuff develop new stuff because every time you get some new stuff, that'll take you forward, man. People love new stuff. Would you tell Superman if you had snot hanging out of his nose? Super snot. <laughs> yeah. But would he, like... Would he have snot? He wouldn't, because it's mucus buildup, and that would suggest yeah, uh, vulnerability. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, he couldn't... I don't think he would have snot. Unless, well, he must. He must have something. Or is snot only, only build up from impurities fighting infection? I don't know. I'm not snot expert. Mucus expert. Or either. Either or. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. Where do you start? Are they mucus experts? Or oh, yeah. Part no, of well, they would be, yeah, definitely. Studying mucus. Can you yeah. imagine, like, that is your specialty, studying mucus? People would be, must be into that. Do you reckon they get off on it? Bet you they do. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. But people get off on all kinds of weird shit. I'm yeah, sure there's but some like, scientists who fucking, like, you know, black people who study bugs, they have fantasies of wanting to fuck the bugs and shit. Really? I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know, wouldn't they? <laughs> Is that every, every time there's some like scientific achievement, like, and the Nobel Prize for Science goes to Dr. Vivian Smart, <laughs> uh, whatever bugs studies are. Etymology. Etymo- etymology. And you're like, dirty bug. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think so, she dude. She loves I, fucking I, bugs. I, I honestly think when I meet people who work with like really close with animals or bugs and have a real fascination, that there is they're, maybe they're some... Up. No, no, but there's a deeply held desire. Does maybe that, they don't act upon it. So I reckon if you are like way into mucus, you, you probably want to... Well, maybe like, you know, have a bunch of people snot on you or some weird shit. I mean, really? Yeah, bodily, bodily functions are a real like aphrodisiac for a lot of people. Oh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Have you not been on the internet? Yeah, but I don't think the internet is like... Representative. Representative of what we are as human beings. Would Superman need to piss? Sorry? Does Superman need to piss? Super piss. Um... (laughs) (laughs) The way you just kind of... (laughs) The old topic, super piss. If I had a dollar for every time I'd been asked this question. Um, In fact, you should read my thesis, Charlie. Super piss. I guess I'm going to say that he does, does, does. He doesn't need to piss. Well, he has to consume, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, you could argue that he doesn't have to. Like, I mean, maybe he could lose the water, um, you know, because he's super sweat or whatever. But does he sweat? I don't know because again that's asking yeah. does he ever experience discomfort because yeah. for that so does Superman, you never see Superman eating do you like it's never sort of really discussed does he have to eat like heaps and heaps to sort of like this the Flash they say they he do. consumes a lot to in keep the, up his metabolism in the episodes they always used to do it like, in he the, eats like, a lot yeah like, like soup when he's a boy you know he's always eating heaps because like and that's always used okay. to show you know he's an unusual boy but yeah. no you don't it's not yeah. like as an adult because that would be hard to and conceal. And he would be burning a lot of carbs. Totally. But think about him when he's quite kenting it. So he can't stand out. So he's eating just a regular human amount of food. He yeah. must be so fucking hungry. You just see like a blue and red flash go through McDonald's after work and then cut to him flying with 16 bags. Well, I guess away. that's maybe the thing. He can eat really quickly. Yeah. So, so if he needs to. If he needs to grab like a bite, he can eat like quite a lot. And then he'd do super shits too. Yeah. Would they be heavier than normal shit? Like, I mean, I just can't imagine him shitting, but like... And would he shit with utter force too? Would it like break, like an, he has to go to the fortress... Shit a brick. He has to go to the fortress of solitude. Because <laughs> it has the only toilet. The fortress toilets. of solitude does sound like... Like, yeah, can you yeah. just imagine <laughs> Superman grabbing a copy of the, the Daily Planet, tucking yeah. it under his arm. Lois, I'm <laughs> off to the fortress of solitude. Well, it would make sense that that would have the only kind of structure strong enough to hold his super turds. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it'd just be the, the weight of the turd. I think it'd be the force with which he expelled it. Expels it, yeah. Because that's the thing I was wondering. Okay, let's like, say I don't think he does go to the toilet. Okay. Because he would break the toilet. How about this? Here's a question for you. I was thinking mm. about this the other day. Could he throw one of those bends you get in a beanbag, the foam, little foam ones? Yeah. Now they're really hard to throw. Yeah. Could only throw like a meter. Yeah. How far could Superman throw a little foam ball? Um, not that far. Like really, because everyone's unco. Like he's still like <laughs> if you're throwing with his left hand, it's not so good. Not really forceful. How do you know he's not left-handed? Because, like, why well, Superman, mate? Like, Superman's not going to be left-handed. Yeah, because bad look to be, like, almost a demigod that yeah. you can't, <laughs> no, can't, open, can't open Can't up. use scissors properly. <laughs> All right. I think, I think that's a good note to go out on, is a very spazzy Superman. Uh, hopefully this one will go up online. Um, yeah, you know, so. I think good. so. We'll, we'll, we'll cut it together and make it sound better than this. All right. with the needle nose pliers. Package will overhaul. What you won't ever see before. Riding in the glazing. I'm you know what you